This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. He's coming after RC Phoenix. RC Phoenix, Just Believe's going to dive at him. They hit it. Oh, I think he got up. I think Just Believe got up on the line. What a performance. Just Believe a nostril to RC Phoenix and I'm ready, Jet. A gap then to call me the breeze with Keying at night. Keying, Chucky, 28 the last quarter. 157 to the mile. Wow. What a race. As expected, it was on at the start. Call Me The Breeze flew the mobile. King Ignite, who maybe not expected, ripped off the arm as well. And they were both able to cross Just Believe, who drawing barrier one can sometimes be a tricky barrier to get off with a bit of speed. Just Believe settled three back to the three back the fans on the pegs and let Arcee Phoenix slide up to his outside in the breeze which got him boxed away and I think it was this point you went wow how is he going to win this from here uh Kiang Chucky took up the 1-1 position and uh yeah it, it was just an interesting run then we had uh the mayor on ready jet sitting four back the fence Nathan kept a real nice even pace on up front and it looked like Just Believe was in all sorts of trouble at the 600 metres when Greg eased Keying Chucky out three wide. But he was still stuck in traffic. Yeah, Keying Chucky on his outside, Arcee Phoenix in front of him. And it really took a lot of effort from Greg, well, I suppose, to, to do this. He, he actually grabbed hold of the horse at the 300 metre mark. You watch the replay. He had to restrain this horse back at length to get back behind Keying Chucky and then outside and around Keying Chucky, and especially with Call Me The Breeze out in front and doing it pretty easy at this stage, probably only 50 metres later, and the leader was gone. It just couldn't believe it. The Call Me The Breeze, who had just had the perfect trip out in front, was just absolutely stopping. Arcee Phoenix, he took his chance now. He kicked for home. Just believe it, just got three wide into the clear. They're at the 250 metre mark, and it took Just Believe every inch of the straight to run RC Phoenix down, but grabbed him right on the line. As I said, getting up by just half a head. It was a race that you just could not have scripted. It was some kind of win, and it was also some kind of call by Dan Malecki. It got the hair standing up on my arms, I can tell you. He just made that finish 10 times better. Uh, as good as what it was, Watching, it was even better listening to Dan. The times that they ran, they went a 157.2 mile rate. Lead time, 44.7, which is very comfortable. 30.4, 30 30.2, 29.7, 28 And for Just Believe to get there literally in the shadows of the post was just amazing. Bronte, you could not have scripted that race any better. Oh, absolutely not. And... Like you said, with the drive of Greg Sugars, to be able to restrain a horse of that calibre at the 300 when the horse has been trained to just go hard at that point shows the mental like intelligence of Just Believe as well, that he allowed himself to be restrained and to go around the field. And 
That was an incredible run from RC Phoenix having to do it tough. I just wanted to point out because I was there at the track that um, Anton Galino's horses were stabled next to Andy Gaths. And so I was with Penny when I got to chat to Anton after the race and call me the breeze. He said did choke down um, and he was a million dollars. The horses, if anyone is a fan of call me the breeze out there, he's going to come back better with a few gear changes and uh he he was fine like the horse was completely okay he was well he felt good after the race he just was going too keen uh, early um just believe all credit goes to the winner that was huge another little note that i did want to point out is that call me the breeze's gate speed was on sulky app ratings he traveled 27.6 lengths in the first seven seconds. And I don't know if that is a record for trotters, but uh, to put that into perspective, the fastest gate speed of catch a wave is 27.1 lengths. So call me the breeze's gate speed in that race was half a length faster than catch a wave's fastest gate speed in the last two years. That's electric, isn't it? Yeah, I've never seen a trotter personally go that fast. And I think you probably don't realize how fast it is because he was in such a a high caliber race where every other horse was flying the gate too. But call me the breeze went faster than most paces with his gate speed in that race, which is just phenomenal. I you, I haven't seen much like that, and um, it's good to know that the horse is fine and he's going to improve off the run. And it was just so exciting as well to see RC Phoenix step up in that grade and almost beat the champion. So such an exciting race and I'm ready Jet. It was great to see her back in the, uh, the numbers against the boys after being last in the race, obviously quite an unlucky run for the two Patty Lee train runners, but it was so exciting. Amazing call from Dan. I was there. I got to watch the atmosphere and it was, um, <laughs> I was actually watching, uh, Anton Galino. So that, at that point I felt a little bit, um, concerned for the horse but everything was fine in the end so incredible run just believe incredible again just adding another amazing race to his list of all his feature races that he has won yeah he just keeps doing it he, he certainly knows how to win there's no use but to maybe he's about that rc phoenix is just yeah what a great night chris Venosio had He's just starting to show that he's going to be mixing up with the big boys for some time to come now. I'm ready, Jet. I love the way she hit the line. Uh, she was four back the fence and weaved through late and, uh, yeah, really hit the line strong. Although she was beaten five metres, she, uh, she was closing in very quick. And great to hear that, A, there was an excuse for Call Me The Breeze because it would have been sad if that was just a normal run, you know, like if there was no excuses coming back and, and that's how he went. So we certainly don't like seeing a horse choke down or, or have anything wrong. But on the other hand, to have an excuse, at least we know going forward, we can forget that run and, uh, you know, look forward to another matchup. We just believe King Ignite, unfortunately, galloped when trying to ease off the back of the tire and call me the breeze. And then King Chucky also went for a break. And Elder Barandino was really sad. He just did not want to score up at all and never got into the race. Got beaten 447.8 metres. That's pretty um, spot on for uh, a long break. But 447.8 metres, <laughs> they have his beaten margin at. But we do have Greg Sugars 
joining us after the news and uh, it's going to be great to have a chat with him. We'll, we'll have about 10 minutes so, or so to chat with Greg and uh, this was a bit of an emotional one for Greg which I noticed after the race and I'll be talking to him about that emotion because it's not something we see from Greg very often. So yeah, it'll be fantastic to talk to Greg. This win obviously meant a fair bit to him and uh, we'll find out exactly where this horse is going now, what plans they have in store and a big question I've got is, is the Elite Lot back on the cards? We'll find out all of that after the news. We are probably a little bit early to head to the news. We're about a minute early. But uh, your thoughts, Brondi? Does he go to the Elite Lot or do you think they skip it this year? Oh, I'm not quite sure. I'd love to see him have another crack at the Elite Lot, but I feel like they're going to focus on New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> 